Hey Church, I hope you're well. If I'm not maybe before, I'm Phil. I lead the team at St Paul's and I'm excited to think with you today about prayer. In fact, I've been excited about our month of prayer for a while now. Mark and the team have done an amazing job gathering and creating tools and opportunities to help you. And I want to encourage you to get stuck in because the way you pray will change the way you live. For good or for ill, the way you pray will change the way you live. And if you've never really thought much about prayer or or perhaps you're just feeling a little tired and a little out of practice, well, now is a great time to choose to consider your spiritual habits and to determine to develop and practice rhythms that will enable you to flourish. Now, I like to think that I am a a sporty guy. I've always been pretty active and uh, and I enjoy all sorts of sports. But over the past few years, I've had a fair bit of injury. And the biggest one, I think, is, um, is uh, well, it's a thing called age. And it's, it's totally taken it out of me. But, but at the end of last year, I decided that 2022 was going to be the year that I got fit again. And so in my wisdom, I have signed up for a charity half marathon in April. And what I am aware of, however, is that my fitness will not be determined by my goals, but by my habits. And and so far, we're doing okay. And yeah, I've been out for some short runs and I've been stretching. I've even done a bit of Pilates and I have a secret weapon my new Theragun Mini, or should I say, uh, actually, I bought this as a present for Charlotte, my wife, for Christmas, uh, but she's generously allowed me to use it. And if you don't know what a Theragun is, it is, uh, it's percussive therapy. It's basically like a drill that massages your muscles and it releases tension and increases blood flow and, and all that good stuff. You know, I've been using it twice a day and it's amazing. You know, it really is. And, and actually I feel amazing. It's early days and I know I need to keep it up, but I'm already doing better. I'm feeling fit, not because I've got a great goal, although that is helpful, but because uh, I've begun to craft some new healthy habits. And of course, all of this is true when we apply it to our spiritual lives too. This year, it's not enough for us to have great spiritual goals. Like, you know, we want to be kinder. We want to be more generous. You know, we want to learn to hear God's voice clearer. We want to be better followers of Jesus. Your goals are good, but it's your habits, the small, daily, private actions that will ultimately make the difference. And I want to challenge you today that the potential of your spiritual life is always a direct reflection of your spiritual habits. And the primary habit that we must forge if we wanna attain any spiritual goal is prayer. You know, in the mix of of all the other activities and, and practices that we can do to grow our faith, prayer really is our secret weapon. You know, it's, it's like the 
percussive therapy of our spiritual life. It, its rhythm throughout our day soothes and strengthens and releases the goodness of God in our lives and, and in the lives of those around us. And so today I want to point us to, to three things that I've been thinking about. Uh, WWW, three things that prayer releases in us. Wonder, waiting and wanting. So first, prayer releases wonder. Don't lose your wonder. Now, wonder is the, is the spark that ignites the fire of faith within us. You know, many of us uh, listening to this will have stories of when something happened, something clicked, and we thought, wow, wow, God, you are real. I don't, I don't understand you, but, but wow. Now, have you ever stood on, on the shore and, and looked out at the sea and, and wondered at the creator, marveled at this incredible world? Yeah, I've just started doing the Bible in one year again. And, and on day one in the Genesis account, we read about how God created the sun and the moon. And, and in Genesis 1.16, we get this incredible throwaway line, which says of God, he also made the stars. It's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, he, he made those too. Wow. Yeah, and of course, the amazing thing is that God doesn't just create, but he cares. You know, on Tuesday morning, I met with our staff team here at St. Paul's to pray. And, and we looked at Psalm 8, which speaks of the universe revealing God's glory. And when I consider your heavens, the psalmist muses that the work of your fingers, the, the moon and the stars which you have set in place. What is it? What is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you care for him. Yeah, the, the psalmist reels in, in wonder and amazement that in the midst of everything, it is we that fill the mind of God. Yeah, we can be full of wonder that God loves us. This God who created the universe loves me and you. Yeah, later the psalmist cries, give, give ear to me, hear my prayer, show the wonder of your great love. You know, this sense of wonder then kind of echoes throughout history and, and in the Gospels as people meet Jesus, we read that, that they were overwhelmed with wonder. And today as people meet with Jesus, they are overwhelmed with wonder. I wonder how have you experienced Jesus and the care that he has for you? Yeah, wonder is the spark that ignites the fire of faith within us. It's the fuel of our worship. And without wonder, our, our hearts grow dim. Yeah, and sadly, there's a lot that can steal away our wonder. You know, a global pandemic, you know, that'll do it. But even, even that aside, every day, every disappointment, every unmet experience, 
expectation, every anxiety, every regret, all the little things that seem to conspire to, to lower our gaze and muddy our vision and dim our sense of wonder. You know, what we need then every day are windows of wonder, intentional moments to let the light back in. And, and that is prayer. Prayer releases wonder back into our lives as we spend time with God, our, our heavenly father, the God who is mindful of, of you. I, I wonder, are you mindful of him? As we looked at Psalm 8 together, I asked our team a question. Yeah, at the beginning of 2022, what are you mindful of? Or to put it another way, what is your mind full of? I want my mind to be full of wonder. I need windows of wonder throughout my day. Yeah, we've got quite a big hallway in our home and it has no windows and it's always pretty dark. Yeah, even if there is light streaming into our living room. Yeah, and in the same way, I want to challenge you to think about how you might find windows of wonder throughout your day, windows that might illuminate every compartment of your life, not just some. Yeah, a quiet time in the morning is great, but how about, how about another moment on your commute? You know, or, or could you snatch a coffee with God mid-morning or, or, or maybe get off the bus or stop early on the way home from work and, and, and walk and talk with Jesus? Now, what sort of media do you consume over lunch or, or on the loo <laughs> you know, or before you turn out the light at night? What moments in your day could be redirected to become windows of wonder. Yeah, instead of Instagram's latest or, or, or refle- refreshing the, the, the BBC News app, yeah, could you scroll a scripture or, or simply speak out the words of an ancient memorized prayer and turn your attention back toward the God of the universe who loves you and allow your whole day to be filled with, with wonder. And there are so many great prayer tools, mobile prayer tools available to us today. Things that we can take with us, like, like the, the Bible in one year or the YouVersion Bible app, where, you know, now with video devotionals and guided prayer times. And, you know, of course, there's countless books and podcasts and online sermons and Christ-centered art, music, visuals, all designed to help point us back to God. There's so much great stuff to use and I encourage you to explore it. Allow God to use it in you. But but I also want to say be careful because it can't all be about consuming media, you know, even good stuff. Prayer releases wonder. Prayer also releases waiting. Psalm 37, verse 7. There's be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. In our busy, cluttered lives, prayer offers space for God to speak. 
And so we need to be intentional about finding unrushed, uncluttered space to listen and to wait. And Mark was so helpful last week as he introduced this theme of prayer to us and mentioned that for some of us, a key part of prayer will be having a place that we can simply go to. And perhaps a simple chair in our home or, or, or in a cafe near your work where you can just be and wait with God. One of the phrases from Mark's message last week that has most stuck with me is simply that God wants your time. And this, I, I think, can be such a challenging part of the discipline of prayer because for most of us, and certainly for me, waiting is not easy. Carving out time is not easy. Doing things that are unseen is not easy. But it's always the things that no one sees that brings the results that everyone wants. <sighs> yeah, please, God, people might see me complete a half marathon in April, but they won't see me get up early to go to the gym or, or carve out time to stretch or, or use my Theragun. <laughs> yeah, at least I hope no one will see that. <laughs> No one's going to see you practicing Psalm 37.7. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. But Psalm 37.7 is the key. Now remember in the autumn we spoke about there being two eyes in disciple. Intimacy and imitation. And it's only as we wait with Jesus, spend time with Jesus, simply being there for Jesus, allowing ourselves the space to, to become intimate with Jesus, that we begin to imitate Jesus. And silence is such a good tool here. And I encourage you to try and incorporate even a little silence into your prayer throughout the day. Some of you locally here will remember Bishop Robert, uh, who retired and for his retirement became an assistant minister at St. Peter's London Dock, which is the parish next door to St. Paul's here in Shadwell. Uh, Bishop Robert was amazing and wise, and I remember him sharing how he found it challenging to just wait in God's presence. And so uh, this is back in the day of cassette tapes. He recorded 25 minutes of silence on a tape, followed by a great piece of worship music that he loved. And he trained himself by going to his chair and playing this tape, listening to the silence, waiting for the worship music. And he learned to wait with Jesus and to create space to just, to just be, to, to wonder and to wait and to listen and to receive. So come on, let's, let's set an intention together to do some waiting 
this year. Yeah, this is proper spiritual fitness training. It's the private price that leads to to public ministry, which, which for you might be being kinder, being more generous, learning to hear God's voice clearer so that you can bless others. Because the way you pray will change the way you live. And finally, prayer releases wanting. Now, wanting can sound like a very selfish word. But let me encourage you. God wants you to want. The psalmist encourages us to be still before the Lord and wait for him patiently and also to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah, this year, I want to want more. Yeah, I want you to want more. And I want our wanting to be shaped by God. Yeah, and prayer is the place where our hearts can be molded and our desires shaped. It's where we can develop a, a holy wanting. Yeah, prayer is the place where in our waiting we can cry out to God for help, for guidance, to, to meet our needs, to, to bring about change. It's the place to bring our petitions and present our requests to God. Yeah, some of you need to hear today that God wants you to want. And as we're still and wait patiently with him and delight ourselves in him and wonder at and with him, he will give us the desires of our hearts. So what do you want this year? What are you petitioning God for this year? Because that's okay. Jesus himself said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock, and the door will be open to you. Now, there's so much more that we could share on all of this, and we will continue to do that over this coming month of prayer. I hope that these three W's of wonder and waiting and wanting might be helpful to you as you take this opportunity to consider your spiritual habits, uh, what they contain. Because the way you pray will change the way you live. So may prayer enable you to be mindful of God. May your mind be full of wonder. May you wait with him well as you wander and as you wait. And as you want, may you receive the desires of your heart for his glory in 2022. Amen.